0: Warning the following views will be extremely offensive. You will hear foul language, sexual innuendos, and jokes in poor taste. Viewer discretion is advised. Are the world no? We're not, we're all Donzo and D's. I'm all Donzo, <laughs> and I've got so much information just pouring out of every fiber of my being today. We got WikiLeaks, WikiLeaks did another dump. We got some, some white girl from Tennessee that's like uh, racially insensitive. We're going to talk about the Georgia Senate Judiciary Subcommittee meeting um, on voter fraud. We've got McConnell and Pelosi are two favorite people, these, and probably two of the richest. Well, I wouldn't say the richest, but Pelosi's rich. Uh, we I got bet the,
1: McConnell's up there. I'm
0: sure he is. We've got the Nashville bombing. We've got the stimulus bill. Uh, we're going to talk about the Georgia runoff, and we're going to talk about other racists as well. So let's kick it off here, the Nashville bombing. Did you uh, Have you been following that? Uh, here and there. Okay, so I'm going to give everybody a bit of a rundown. I know everybody knows what's going on, but, you know, we're still going to do it anyway. Uh, so this, and I'll I'll tell you my personal experience with this. So it's about 6.45 in the morning. It's Christmas Day. Uh, kids are opening presents and whatnot. And I get on Fox News. Why do I get on Fox News still at this point? I don't know. It's force of habit. And I see that this big detonation went off in because, Nashville.
1: Because the alternatives are... Slim.
0: Well, yeah, you don't have that many, but we we got some. So anyway, I go to, I go to Fox News, and I see that this big explosion in downtown Nashville, Second Avenue, and it's just breaking at that point. It's right after it happened. I was hoping it
1: was one of the country record labels, but.
0: You mean like the hip-hop country? Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that.
1: Preferably one that Luke Bryan was currently in oh, recording. God.
0: I don't want anybody to get hurt. But yeah, I mean, why'd it have to be the AT&T building? Well, I
1: mean, if it could destroy like his entire library, I wouldn't be. You know. I, w- I wouldn't
0: be either and get Florida Georgia Line and all yeah, these oh, other. yeah, yeah, yeah. Assholes like the Dixie Chicks. So anyway, I'm watching this. I'm thinking, man, that's pretty bad. Uh, it's kind of odd. And then details started breaking throughout the day. One of them was that he had... And this guy, they, they finally figured out who it was, and he died in the explosion. Anthony Warner, Anthony Anthony Quinn Warner, which is like the actor Anthony Quinn, but Anthony Quinn Warner, found out it was him. Anyway, he put a recording on there telling anybody that was around that to get away. It's 6.30 on Christmas Day, downtown Nashville. Obviously, the guy didn't want to kill anybody. Correct?
1: It's the it, way that it seems. It looks yeah. pretty
0: damn obvious to me. The yeah. warning, and then it played downtown by, uh, oh, what's her name? The making my way to... oh yeah that's uh I, it escapes that's me an one. clark yeah two clark so so anyway it's got this warning this warning thing on there it's not a siren it's a like a loudspeaker like a recording uh telling everybody there's a bomb get away evacuate somebody fired shots we only assume it could be him at about 5 30 in the morning there was a call to the police that shots were fired they get there nothing but this RV with this recording playing that there's a bomb in it and everybody has to evacuate. This is all we know for a couple hours and it goes off and there's mass destruction and all that. There was only three people hurt. One of the things that was coming out in the morning was they think it was a setup to get the cops. Now I'm thinking at this point, okay, if it's set up to get the cops, why do you have that warning continuously playing after you have fired shots to get the cops there? Does that make any sense? There was a, it doesn't. A lot of this didn't make sense at first. Now we come to find out. This well, I
1: mean, if you look at him, he doesn't really look <coughs> all that intelligent. So he probably didn't completely think the logistics through of that. Just well, no. Out, I, I I the think recording was probably on a loop and
0: it was, but it was time. Now here's my thing. He w- he was in there when it went off. He saw the cops. The cops went up, got to the RV at some point. He didn't detonate it. I don't think it's a matter of his intelligence. So the backstory to this is Anthony Warner's dad died at 78 years old of cancer. He worked for AT&T, which AT&T was a building that took the brunt of the blast. I mean, it destroyed it, It knocked down communications, knocked down a cell signal, knocked down a lot of infrastructure.
1: Well, as an AT&T customer, I'd say this guy might be a... Hero.
0: (laughs) Well, that's what he wanted to go down as, was a hero. See, you were just accusing me of being a tinfoil hat-wearing son of a bitch earlier, weren't you? This guy believed 5G was causing all this cancer, and it was going to be the end of the world, and he would be hailed as a hero. Now, his dad died of cancer, so I think he kind of blamed it on that. A couple of interesting tidbits about this is Anthony Warner... Gave away all his worldly possessions. Gave away his house, signed it over to some gal in California, gave his car to his ex-wife, or his ex-girlfriend. I think it was his ex-girlfriend. The way they tracked it, and they had a Google image search of the RV at his property from, like, two or three years ago. There's a
1: report on that as well.
0: On? A new one, yeah. Is there? What is it?
1: Uh, Basically, that the police... Didn't search the place uh, last year when he was reported. She
0: call, his ex girlfriend called and said he was making bombs. They went there. Nobody answered the door. They just kind of filed it with the FBI. I think it was and yeah. then left it at that. Yeah, but, they said
1: they found no evidence at the time to warrant a search of his home or the RV. But
0: yeah, so turns out he was doing something. Turns out he was planning this. A lot of people, a lot of people have referred to this as a heinous act. And yeah, it's not a good act. I mean, people could have gotten killed and it is it's pretty messed up but i'll say this the guy took every uh opportunity to, he could to make sure nobody got hurt i'm not saying it's right i'm not saying i'm with it i'm not saying it's okay to destroy other people's property
1: he was a good suicide bomber
0: he was a quiet a man a
1: suicide bomber with a heart it yeah. is christmas i mean come well, on well
0: you know he 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 had i think he had cancer he was really sick or something he was just fed up he was just going to kind of like the killdozer guy do you remember that
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: That's, what was the thing like, uh, God, what was that saying? When ordinary people have to do extraordinary things or something like that, the killdozer. Check that out. The guy built, took a bulldozer and armored it. Yeah, basically turned it into a tank. Yeah, the city was hassling him and like closed down his business. He was like, if you, I'm coming after you. And he started leveling the city down. And you know what? The cops didn't even kill him. No. He was just, he did enough destruction. He's like, I'm done. Pow! Yep. Took the pump action. So anyway, yeah, this. Uh, I'm glad it's over. If that makes me, I mean, I'm I'm glad it's done. I'm glad there's no other bombs. I'm glad this wasn't a terrorist thing. It's too bad there wasn't an Antifa rally there at the time. But you know, it's
1: you beggars can't, can't be choosers.
0: It's Christmas, but damn, you can't ask for too much. No, I don't want anything bad to happen to Antifa.
1: No.
0: <laughs> Just joking with you.
1: I'll say it. I do.
0: Yeah, I do, too. Yeah. I don't like Antifa. Uh, okay, so, done with the Nashville bombing, which was a pretty big thing. I've been getting these reports coming through on my news feeds, uh, people on Parlor, people on Facebook, people on Twitter, about this WikiLeaks dump. Uh, and you said you really hadn't heard about that, No,
1: <clears throat> I have not heard a peep out of it.
0: Okay, well, let's just scroll on up to the sidewalk and take a look, yes? Okay, so this is where I got it from. Was, uh, Maria Bartiromo, uh, this, was her, this was her post on Parlor. Hello, all WikiLeaks just dumped all... No, hello, all... She didn't put the proper grammatical. Hello, all WikiLeaks just dumped all of their files online. Everything from Hillary Clinton's emails... So they must have dumped more McCain's being guilty. Don't know what that is yet. Vegas shooting done by an FBI sniper, which is insinuating that Steven Paddock, who actually we believe did the shooting up until this point, that it was actually done by an FBI sniper. Uh, Steve jobs HIV letter. I did find that one. It's just like this release thing saying he has HIV Uh, pedo Podesta. So I can only assume that that means John Podesta is a pedophile and they've got evidence of it. Uh, Afghanistan, Syria, Iran, Bilderberg, CIA agents arrested for rape. WHO pandemic, happy digging. Here you go. Please read and pass it on. These are the Clinton's emails. So that's all I've really gotten from that right now. It seems I did do a dump. Did you know Julian Assange is up for a pardon?
1: Is he? Uh, according to one of, for it. one of the fact checks things, there is nothing new in this. It is. Well, uh, and. Dumped thousands of files on the website. The leaked files are claimed to contain explosive revelations about jobs, pedo, Podesta, Clinton, blah, blah, blah. Uh, however, the files contained in the leak are nothing new, and there's, there has been no such leak as of now.
0: Well, and, and this is what I mm. wanted to get to. So I started going through this. I've been to WikiLeaks a couple times. I wanted to go through it. I got to it. I didn't see anything new. I searched uh, WikiLeaks news, couldn't find anything, couldn't find anything new on their website. Like I said, I don't go to WikiLeaks too often, so I'm really not sure, but I haven't heard any of this. There's
1: no announcement on the official Twitter handle of WikiLeaks confirming any of these claims, and usually after any new data dump, the website makes an announcement on social media. There has been none so far.
0: Well, I think it's something that we're going to need to uh to definitely look at though. What do you think?
1: Yeah, yeah, it's I mean it definitely is interesting that like we briefly talked about before we went on the whole Vegas shooter thing. Uh yeah. much like nobody'll ever convince me that this election was 100% Legitimate. Uh,
0: well, was it wasn't. We'll get into that later. That's coming up. That That's, but no, it's no, not I'm just, 100%. Yeah, I get you. Yeah. I get you. I'm just we'll saying, nobody yeah. will
1: convince me of that. And nobody will convince me of the one guy that they showed was the Vegas shooter that managed to somehow get an arsenal up into that hotel room with literally a place that probably has as many, if not more, surveillance devices than the fucking Pentagon.
0: I'm not gonna say it's impossible. Not it's impossible,
1: highly improbable.
0: It, it it would be a feat. For one
1: old guy who didn't look like he was in the best of shape.
0: Well, I mean he was in he was in his mid late fifties. Yeah, he? but
1: he still like you know, he did I mean you're not far off from that. No, already, but again saying, no, he he man. didn't look like he was somebody that's gonna carry how many guns
0: and how much well, ammo but, see and... when I was thinking about this, what I would do is he was there for weeks. I, I would bring it in, you know, like the Johnny Cash song. One, one receiver at a time. Yeah, one one piece at a time. Yeah, I, that's how I do it. You know, one gun at a time. I don't know. You, but it's speculation. You know, this is the thing that conspiracy theories are made of.
1: Yeah. Oh, for sure.
0: Whenever you can't get a good answer, and I don't think that ever came out really how he got it up there, I don't think it did.
1: Of course not. It...
0: Um, but, you know, this goes into, like, MH370 territory. That's a really good conspiracy theory. Even with the parts that have washed up, I still I wouldn't hang my hang my hat on this. Am- are
1: you talking about the Malaysian M- Malaysians
0: MH three seventy Yeah, yeah I, I I am just addicted to that story. The
1: plane that just disappeared,
0: just disappeared, and they never found it till a couple years later started finding a few pieces. So here's my theory on that. If you want to hear it, this is my conspiracy theory I got going.
1: Is this a joke? Tying no, 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 no. This oh, isn't okay. a
0: joke. I think this is plausible. Uh, okay, go ahead. And, and I've, I've been trying to corroborate this online with other theories <laughs> to match up with it. MH370 was hijacked. People were offloaded. Don't even ask me why they would have done it this way. Was it,
1: it Was it known to be hijacked? Or was that a speculation? It was
0: everything speculation. Okay, I don't remember if it was reported as hijacked and then it just disappeared. They had Iranians on there, and there was a bunch of Chinese nationals on there, and there was supposedly secret information. That's never really been debunked. So I thought, okay, this plane's been missing for two and a half, three years. Uh No sign of it. No sign of the water. They think they've got the arc where this thing went. They're getting the Emerset satellites and everything bouncing, pinging, It'd have to be pretty complex, but they don't find anything. They find no trace of this plane. You get these idiots who are like, oh, yeah, I was on Google Maps and saw it here. It's it's bullshit. The
1: the theory was it was out over the ocean, correct? It was out over the ocean.
0: It was in the Indian Ocean uh, off the coast of Australia, and all of a sudden they just lost it. So they went to the last place, they could, but nothing there. They can't find anything. They spent hundreds of millions of dollars. Yeah, I remember. Weeks. And then all of a sudden, Reunion Island in Africa, which is owned by France, they start getting these parts washing up to it. And they determine it's part of MH370. Well, <clears throat> there's your proof it crashed. You know what? If a government took that plane, I'm sure the government's smart enough to hack up the plane and throw it in the ocean somewhere away from where they think it would have crashed. Right.
1: So. Oh, yeah. I'm I mean...
0: not, and I'm not advocating this. I'm not. I'm not this big conspiracy guy like that. I'm just saying it's... That's one that you can really let loose with your conspiracy theories on. Do you know what I mean? Oh, for sure. Because until something is proven hardcore, it's it's really not a conspiracy. It's a theory at that point. Yeah. And we'll get into what I like to call, uh, and I've been calling for a long time, conspiracy facts later. But I want to talk about this gal, this young lady that's racially insensitive, the University of Tennessee. Incoming freshman Mimi Groves, now 19, was kicked off the school cheer team and forced to withdraw earlier this year amid complaints from outraged alumni and students when fellow teen Jimmy Galligan posted the clip. What is a clip? The clip is supposedly something she recorded or was on Instagram years ago when she was a freshman in high school, and she said the N-word. Now, I've tried to find this clip. I can't find it. The incident gained national attention when it was detailed in a New York Times story over the weekend. Groves's lawyer accused the university of making a rush to judgment for something his client did as a kid. Mimi was a kid when she did this, attorney Sean Wu told Fox News Monday. She's appalled, and having said that, she's not trying to excuse her actions in any way. What she lost was her dream, the lawyer added. Like many athletes, she had. So what do you, what do you think about retroactively going back and punishing people for shit they did when they were kids?
1: Uh, I think it's completely bullshit, I mean, especially when they were kids, you know, in high school. And it, we've had this conversation. You're not going to find too many, yeah, I I've, I've said it on the show before. You're not going to find too many people that have gone their life without saying that word.
0: I'll tell you I'll tell you how bad it is. I want people out there to, to emphasize this to their kids. You know what? I'm a believer in free speech. Hate speech, no. But you know what? There's a difference between hate speech and saying something stupid. All right? Now, this kid that she went to school with that kept this, his yeah. name was Jimmy Galligan. All right? And I guess he's an African-American kid. He held on to this. Yeah, that was a hit job. That was a hit job. Yeah. Now, and he said something to the extent of I guess she learned her lesson. Really? You what kind of what kind of person's going to hold on to this for that? I mean, long? I would Do like to. You think that kid never said that word?
1: Well, he was black, of course he did.
0: Exactly. Yeah.
1: But uh, I again, having not seen the video and maybe and I might have in with all my internet per- perusing, but unless it's in some kind of context of hate Or, like, at a clan rally or whatever. Exactly. I I can't really, like, if she's on video, even at that age, saying, Oh, must die, blah, blah, blah. eh, That's a little dicey. I I agree. I agree. You know, if it's just kids being kids and, you know, yeah, you don't, you can't take away somebody's college scholarship. There are, in fact, uh, Joe Burrow, who was the number one overall pick in last year's NFL draft for the Cincinnati Bengals, was having a great season until he got hurt. But when he got drafted, people pulled up all kinds of tweets that he posted back when he was like 14 or 15, and he literally had to like apologize. I would apologize. I mean, kids are kids. People say shit like that all the time. I don't
0: say shit like that. Do you know how many liberal Democrats I've known and been personal friends with throughout my life didn't have nothing against telling a racially insensitive joke. Yeah. Or how many gay f- friends I've had that weren't against telling gay jokes. that would it, That's how they broke the ice when I met them. Right. Under circumstances. So I don't want to hear this. This is BS. Like you said, unless it's something kill all. I, yeah. Again. What are you going to do? If it
1: was a situation where she literally like signed her letter of intent and somebody filmed her walking away going you know fuck uh, those nerds. Yeah, right. But this was something that she did years prior and it just I don't know, it doesn't make any sense to You know to there used to be a saying when now. we
0: were kids. Sticks and stones can break my bones but whips and chains excite me. No, that wasn't it, was it? It's it a little different than that. Sticks and stones can break my bones. Do you really not know? Words, but, but, but words, words will, n- never will never hurt, hurt me. me. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, that's it. Thanks for uh, keeping me in track there, Deez. What are you Jeez. laughing about? What's your problem, dude?
1: The fact that you didn't know, and your oh, brain, I knew it. I your was your brain, just brain ju- was so programmed to the other way. You freak.
0: I just I'm fr- i just sick. Freak. I'm just like a Frank Zappa album, dude. No, freak again, out, man. <clears throat>
1: I mean, this goes back to what I have said numerous times. It, today's society in general is just <laughs> fucked. I mean, you can't do anything without no. you know. No, you you really can't. It's a, yeah, It's just sad.
0: Like you can't, you can't, you can't look at a girl's butt. You you can't pay a compliment. Yeah, and you you're, can't. You're not tell allowed a joke. to have
1: an opinion, or, or well, you're not allowed to have an opinion. But you damn sure aren't allowed to express your opinion.
0: Well, especially, and that's what we were talking about earlier, like Facebook and Twitter. Yeah, you know that's that's why I, I got off of Facebook because some gender confused furry who identifies as them and they in california that's got a degree in fine art is fact checking me on shit they don't know (laughs) it's this is this is out of the way you know what if you i got a question if you're so sure you're right why do you have to find people that disagree with you and make up shit and tell them they're wrong i you got me yeah what do you care yeah you know, did it get so desperate?
1: Those guys got to get a job somewhere.
0: That 74 million Americans voted for Donald Trump regardless of that, and they had to rig this damn election? 74 million. That's the most votes any Republican. Knocked out the black, knocked out the Hispanic, knocked out the no, Jewish, wait, knocked wait. out the gay vote.
1: It was it was 73,999,999, apparently.
0: I've just been fact-checked by D's on our show.
1: <laughs> no. The reason I say that is, did you see the story that a... Uh, Trump. Oh my God, no! Do it. A what tr- a Trump voter. I think in Tennessee has been charged with voter fraud because he voted for Trump under his dead mother's registration. Hey, there, there, So I actually saw a, a liberal friend of mine post say, Oh, you guys were right. There is voter fraud.
0: Yeah. Well. Oh, he's, but
1: but they've spent the last two three yeah, months well, he, saying
0: that it's not possible. Yeah. Well, he's a moron. Okay. He's a moron, and I've got something else I want to bring up here, From and I'm, I'm going to read through this. It's going to be story time with Eldonzo and Dees, but I'm going to read through this, and I don't think you've ever read it. I'm going to bring it up here in a little bit. Okay, so here's the thing. Joe Biden supposedly got 80 million votes.
1: That's what they say. Six
0: million more than Donald Trump.
1: Yes, and more than Obama got.
0: And more than Obama got. He, he lost 18 of the 19 Bellwether counties, had the lowest county turnout in the history— Lost Florida, lost Ohio, lost Iowa, still beat Donald Trump, as if that's it, and all the voter fraud and everything else we've seen proof of. And if you going buy his claims, well, these are unfair, this has been debunked. No, it hasn't. You haven't debunked anything. You just said, no, if that didn't happen. Turn your head, walk away. Yeah. Donald Trump was voted the most admired man. I saw that. In the United States today. 18%. And there's a whole lot of people. I mean, you can you can vote for your dad. You can vote for anybody. Mm. He got 18% of the vote. Barack Obama got 15% of the vote. Yeah,
1: didn't they? I think they tied last time. They, they tied, tied
0: last that. time. Yeah. Joe Biden got 6% of the th- vote. And he won the election? Yeah. Now, let, you know what? That's just all anecdotal stuff right there. Right. But there's actual evidence of fraud. And that's what I want to get into with this Georgia Senate subcommittee. And I'll tell you why. This is, I've been yearning. I know fraud happened. You know fraud happened, right? I mean, I won't say I know, but Ah, 99.9% sure. 99.9% sure. Okay, I don't think you saw this today. I watched it live. So what I've been waiting for is, you know, I follow Sidney Powell, follow Lynn Wood, Giuliani, all these affidavits and all these testimonies. They're pretty compelling. But at the end of the day, I'm going, do I want Donald Trump to institute martial law over something that's just doesn't have quite that, just missing that little bit of evidence, that little thing to push it over the edge? Up in the air about that. I mean, if we're going to start a civil war, we better be sure. You know. Yeah, and that, we better be cooking with that, Crisco. And
1: that will start a civil war. But
0: and here's the thing: regardless, civil wars to start anyway.
1: Probably, it's just and a I'll matter. Tell you it's why. just a matter of time.
0: So, Georgia Senate Judiciary Subcommittee met today. And they listened to Rudy Giuliani, other lawyers filing suit. uh, And they just passed a motion to request Fulton County Board of Elections make all absentee ballots cast in Fulton County available for inspection by Jovan Pulitzer's group. Now, Jovan Pulitzer is an inventor. Uh, he, he he does paper forensics. He wants to look at the ballots. And Fulton County Board of Elections is responsible for all of those ballots we saw in that closed circuit TV video at the State Farm Arena. Mm-hmm. Okay, where they pull out these I'm going to say suitcases, but that'll get fact. Well, they're not suitcases. You don't put suits in there. They're official ballot boxes. Oh, shut up. Just shut the hell up. Yeah. Document right. cases. Do, well, they're document yeah. cases. They're not suitcases. Nobody put tooth in there. You fucking idiots. So anyway, they pull those out. And during this, they had a really good recording and something I never caught because I watched it once, I was fixated on them pulling out these big cases and running ballots through after they kicked the poll watchers out, after they told everybody that there was a water leak, you guys got to leave, we're shutting down for the night. Just like the other four states did, Pennsylvania, Michigan, Wisconsin, and Arizona, coincidentally all shut down at the same time when Trump's leading by margins that Biden can't make up. Right. Okay? One thing I never noticed was they were taking out stacks of 50 ballots. They run them 50 at a time, put them in the machine, run them, pull them out, restack them, run them. Did that four or five, I think it was five times at one of the tables. The same ballots just kept running them, running them, running them, running them for hours.
1: Just double checking.
0: Yeah, just Triple,
1: quadruple, checking, yeah, making sure
0: nothing to see here, and then of course, you know, of course, the uh, mainstream media is like, well, say, well, you know, that's just how this is done. No, that's not how this is done, MFers. That's not how this. That's not how any of this works. Um, Okay, so anyway, this Javon Pulitzer went through this big spiel about how Democrat and Republican ballots are coded differently which the code tells you tells the machine where to go to scan these ballots and they're differently coded you can look it up okay and also the marks on the ballots he can he can differentiate between machine marked and then hand marked with ink so that's what he wants to get these ballots now when this started and he first came on in this hearing Uh, I can't remember where it was. was Secretary of State, he called them. They told him to go here to get the ballots. They were going to give him the ballots. He had four machines he wanted to run these ballots in. Went to go get the ballots. They said, no, you got to go to this building on the other side of town. All right, loaded, loaded the trucks back up. They all went over there, and they said, no, we can't show you the ballots without a court order. Well, that's BS. He's a lawyer. He's filed suit. He can get the ballots. Yeah, that's, He's not destroying I think them. That's it's part non-destructive of... testing. He just wants to get those ballots and run them through the machine and see what they say. And they won't let him do it. Anyway, by the end of the hearing, uh, the Senate Judiciary Committee said, yeah, we, we vote unanimously. You can go get the ballots. You can run them. So we're going to see what happens with that. Now, a couple other things that came out of this, too, which I thought was very interesting. Question. Yeah,
1: <clears throat> How much time has elapsed? Between from when they said, or they tried to get the ballots and told them, no, 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 to now this hearing where they say, yeah, you can go and have it.
0: Okay. So probably two hours.
1: So they literally were trying to get them. They're then-
0: they doing this in real time. His crews were out there trying to get these ballots while he's in there. they were okay, reporting okay. back, texting him at the same. Now, here's the thing. The four machines, he got them up and running. They were used. They're, go- they're, they're going to be used in the runoff. They're using the presidential race. He says they got them up and going, and they were both sending and receiving information over Wi-Fi, these Dominion machines.
1: Imagine that.
0: Now, if you remember, oh, no, they can't do that. No, they're not made to do that. Yeah, they were doing it. They proved that. He actually butted in and cut somebody off. He came back into the room. He's like, nope, I just got confirmation they're doing it. We've got them up. They're doing it right now. (laughs) There's... Now another thing that was really interesting about this, they had some IT specialists that worked for the I think it was the Department of Defense. They had a, uh, a three-person team on this, and you've heard about how all of a sudden Trump got negative votes, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, well they lined this out and provide crystal clear evidence of when it happened, not how it happened, but the path that it could take to do that, and how the algorithms were put into these machines. The most compelling thing was how they explained it. They dumbed it down for everybody and said, look, a person didn't do this. Machines did this. They showed on so many different uh, time frames where Trump would get 4,700 ballots. That's estimated. I don't have it in front of me. 4,700. And then he would lose 4,700. And then Biden would get 4,700. But this happened multiple times, and it never got correct.
1: Like same number?
0: No, whatever Trump got, if there was a... Trump, well, that's what I mean. Not, well, yeah. yeah. Whatever
1: flight. number came in on Trump, yes. Trump then lost yes. that, and Biden got that exact number.
0: Absolutely. And they also showed they were doing it between counties. So if one county started beating Trump, the other one would start taking votes away from Trump. Wow. It's insane what is going on there. They also showed that 90%... Or excuse me. They also showed, I think it was over 250 counties, had over 90% turnout for Biden. Which is nearly impossible. have ninety percent. Now they had thirty-six counties that had, I believe, it was ninety-six to hundred percent turnout. I don't. Only for I don't Biden. buy the,
1: the nationwide voter turnout. No, numbers. I don't either. It's I just, don't. It,
0: it doesn't make any sense. No. So they said anything if you hit seventy-five percent turnout, that's fraud. And these people work for financial institutions. The the way the guy put it was perfect. He's like, you know, if you go to your checking account, you go to your bank and say, "I want to look at my checking account," they say, "No, you can't look at it." What would you do?
1: <laughs> They'd have to arrest me. They'd have yeah. to arrest you.
0: Now imagine getting in there and finally getting your financial records and seeing that all you've done is put money into your checking account, and then on this day you lost money, mm-hmm. and then you put a thousand bucks in, and now you only got five hundred dollars. And then the next day you lose money. Well, I do but that. You just put, right, but all you're the not time. taking <laughs> money out. You're not taking money. That's how they put it. It was very compelling the way they. Did well, what
1: it. I do when I'm blackout drunk is.
0: Well, that's what everybody does when they're blackout drunk, though. But, point being, they showed the counties anything, if you hit 75% only, like one guy's getting 75%, that's an instant sign of fraud. It's just, they had another guy on there that was, uh, and this was kind of broken up when I was watching it, saying the names of the voters was impossible that you had 300 voters with the same exact specific names all the same age. He said, this is clear cut evidence. Somebody kept shuffling ballots through there. Right. He said, it's just, it's not improbable. It's impossible. He says, look all over the country and try to run these names. You're not going to find this anywhere else. So I want to read a story real quick. If you're, if you're privy to that.
1: Oh, that wasn't the fucking story. That
0: wasn't the story. No, this is now stop. Just damn it. Just stop. I want to read this to you. I want you to tell me what you think. All right. Okay, I'm not going to give you any preface to this. Detailed reports from the office of Wayne County Clerk Kathy Garrett, Michigan, show optical scanners at 248 of the city's 662 precincts, or 37%, tabulated more ballots than the number of voters tallied by workers in the poll books. Voting irregularities in Detroit have spurred plans for an audit by Michigan Secretary of State Ruth Johnson's office, election director Chris Thomas said Monday. This presented problems with the Michigan recount, which has since been halted by a judge who found that Jill Stein didn't have standing as an aggrieved party. As the news also informs overall, state records show 10.6% of the precincts in the 22 counties that began the retabulation process couldn't be recounted because of state law that bars recounts for unbalanced precincts or ones with broken seals. The problems were the worst in Detroit where discrepancies meant officials couldn't recount votes in 392 precincts or nearly 60 percent and two-thirds of those precincts had too many votes. Now, this is where everybody's going to catch on. Hillary Clinton won over Donald Trump with a whopping 95% of the vote in Detroit, a city run by Democrats. Given this, it's logical to assume that any overvotes, whether due to error or fraud, would have taken for Clinton by a similar margin. This could mean that if only legitimate votes were counted, Trump would have won Michigan by more than the 10,704 votes the official count indicates. Moreover, What of that 95% figure? Detroit is 81.6% black, 10.5% white, 5% Hispanic, ethnic, non-racial designation. Since Since 90 plus percent of blacks vote Democrat virtually every election, and since the percentage would be the highest in the urban areas, it would surprise no one that 95 plus percent of Motor City blacks might have chosen Clinton. Yet, given that whites turn out to vote in greater numbers, they would have compromised more than 10% of the Detroit electorate. And while urban whites tend to be rather liberal, they don't vote Democrat by a 90% margin. The same can be said of Hispanics. Thus, Clinton's 95% Detroit figure warrants examination. This was from the New American, December 15th, 2016 and they go on to list the fraudulent votes the voter fraud the bs ballots the machines they even said that well part of this could be the machines and transport knocked against each other and switched votes what officials would be oh yeah yeah it's in there so you know this is going back a long ways bro what this kind of fucking the machines are they like dominion the... machines oh
1: well, i know but are they
0: <laughs> so all these people oh, this well oh, this is this is This has been debunked. No, nothing's been debunked. Don't listen to these idiots out there. This has not been debunked. They're trying to cover. You know, Trump came out and said, hey, there was more votes than there was voters. And then you got some fact checker comes out and goes, well, that's not true. There's X amount of million voters. And then by the state, there's X amount of million voters and only this many people. He's not talking about the whole state or the whole county or the whole country. He's talking about by the precincts in which these people turned out. Of course, if you take a precinct, and compare it against a whole state, you're not going to have 100% voter turnout in that state. It's right. by the precinct. Right. And that's a fact, Jack. When 100% of your precinct's voters vote for one candidate, and this is fine, Raffensburger, okay, Raffensburger and Kemp in Georgia just certified a bullshit election.
1: Yeah, I
0: mean, mean, what are you gonna do here?
1: But I mean, the problem is nobody, aside from those very close to the Trump team, is getting behind this.
0: Oh yes, they are. Josh Hawley, Missouri.
1: No, no, I just mean in general, the media, the you know, the the higher ups in in Congress, and
0: you you got a few, but there's no, there's, I mean, there's, there's, there are some,
1: yeah, but you would think that. And I just, at this point, think that the majority of even the Republican members of Congress just won it over.
0: You know, a majority of them do. If you look at how much their net worth is, you'll understand why, because they're bought off. So you got to look at the Republicans that are backing this. They're the ones you want to keep voting for, because obviously they're not afraid to get this out. Obviously, they're not afraid to have Julian Assange pardoned because they don't have any dirt he's going to dig up on them that's really going to hurt him that bad. Right. So this Josh Harley, Missouri senator, announced on Wednesday that he will object to the certification process on January 6th. Why is this a big deal? Because they've had objections throughout the years, and I'll read a statement on it. Now, a representative has to object, and if they don't have a senator in the opposing House get on board with that objection, it gets overruled, okay? They have to have a senator. He's the first one to come out and do this. This is a statement. Following both the 2004 and 2016 elections, Democrats in Congress objected during the certification of electoral votes in order to raise concerns about election integrity. They were praised by Democrats, which they were, and also in the 2000 election, when the House of Representatives had members go up and demand that... that, that George W. Bush uh, not get reelected on both 2000, 2004, and then also 2016. They did that with Donald Trump, too. Mm. A lot of them did. Said this was illegitimate, and he was elected by Russia, which he wasn't. It was all bullshit anyway. Praised by Democratic leadership and the media when they did, and they were entitled to do so. But now, those of us concerned about the integrity of this election are entitled to do the same. He further went on, I cannot vote to certify the Electoral College results on January 6 without raising the fact that some states, particularly Pennsylvania, failed to follow their own state election laws, and I cannot vote to certify without pointing out the unprecedented effort of megacorporations, including Facebook and Twitter, to interfere in this election. In support of Joe Biden, at the very least, Congress should investigate allegations of voter fraud and adopt measures to secure the integrity of our elections. But Congress has so far failed to act. There's so
1: wait, is this a Democrat?
0: This is a Republican. Oh. And there's going to be more Republicans get on board with this, especially after the Georgia thing. You, you Go watch the last hour and a half of it if you, if you get the time. You need to see it because it's like, it, it makes you go from I'm 99.99% sure to there's no way this was not rigged. Right. And nobody had really any opposition to bring up about that. So it's going to be interesting. It's also going to be interesting, too, with Ossoff and Warnock, uh, which they appear to be gaining ground. I don't know if you've been following this, these, but the two uh, Democratic senators there. Maybe you have, maybe you haven't. Two Democratic senators where? Ossoff and Warnock in Georgia, the runoff. Against Purdue and are
1: They're not the incumbents, though,
0: right? No. They're the ones
1: trying to get in. Trying to
0: unseat. Yeah. So big thing here is if they win those, then the Marxists, which is what they are to me, have the House of Representatives, the Senate, and the White House, which means our votes will never count again. No. They won't. And we'll never get a candidate in again. And this really disturbs me because for years I told people, especially in Illinois, well, my vote don't count. No, get out there and vote. Your vote may not count here, but it counts in the overall scheme. It counts in the big picture. At least we can say, hey, you know, we got this many people to vote. The problem is—
1: You get a nice participation trophy. Hey, you tried.
0: Hey, thanks for your vote. Kiss my ass. Go home now. We're going to put in whoever we want. The problem is that's that's beginning to become reality because they will pass that. We've been through this. They'll get rid of the electoral college. They'll make D.C. and Puerto Rico states. They're going to do everything they can oh, yeah. to make sure we never win another election again. And if we don't take care of it now, at least at least bring up enough evidence we can change how the votes are tallied, we're done. We're toast. Yeah. That's all there is to it. Um, so Ossoff, Ossoff was interviewed. Let me pull this up real quick here, which I thought was a funny little tidbit. Oh, dear. So during a campaign stop in Marietta, Georgia, Ossoff was approached by Fox News reporter Peter Doocy. You know who Peter Doocy is? No. Yeah, good guy. I like him. He's pretty good. Uh, Peter Ducey, who let the Democrat know they were live on air and whether he'd be willing to take a few questions. Any concern that the allegations of wrongdoing against Reverend Warnock could possibly be a drag on the Democratic ticket next week? Uh, Doocy asked him. His response was none whatsoever. Reverend Warnock addressed this issue a year ago, and here's the bottom line. Kelly Loeffler has been campaigning with a Klansman. Kelly Loeffler has been campaigning with a Klansman. Now, the Klansman she was so-called campaigning with was a guy named Chester Doles. Okay?
1: I mean, he just sounds like he's in the Klan.
0: He, He does, but... You know, he's one of these guys that was in the Klan. He was in white supremacy. And for the past 10 years, he's given it up. And here's the thing she was not campaigning with him. She was at a campaign stop. He came up, wanted a picture, had a supporter, Kelly Loeffler, blah, 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 blah. She took a picture with him. They didn't know who he was. <laughs> so to say she's campaigning with a <clears throat> Klansman, I mean, that's like saying that like uh, like Joe Biden and Bill Clinton and Hillary Clinton campaigned with the Klansman. Oh, wait, they did. Robert Byrd. Mm. Do you know who Robert Byrd is? I know the name. Yeah, yeah Robert Byrd. Uh, he was a West Virginia senator for 51 years. Uh, he was a hero to the left. They campaigned with a... And he was also a Klansman. A known pedophile as well. <clears> yes. <throat> and and let me give you a little... He's not a Klansman. I've had this argument before, and you know I'm not going to have it again. Speaking of which... Yeah?
1: There's literally been nothing on that case.
0: On which case? Uh, Ghislaine Oh I'm sure there hasn't We right. got plenty of time Let's. We need to talk about Ghislaine Maxwell after this one Because we got I'm going to get through this We got plenty of time So the reason I wanted to cover Robert Byrd in the early 1940s, he recruited 150 of his friends and associates to create a new chapter of the Ku Klux Klan in Sophia, West Virginia. Now, you can believe this because it's on the Uber left Wikipedia. There's no way they can hide this, okay? This is Wikipedia. As a young boy, Bert had witnessed his adopted father walk in a Klan parade in Matoka, West Virginia. And while growing up, Burt had heard that the Klan defended the American way of life against race mixtures and communists. He then wrote to Joel L. Baskin, Grand Dragon of the Realm of Virginia, West Virginia, Maryland, and Delaware, who responded that he would come and organize a chapter when Bird had recruited 150 people. Bird's house couldn't fit 150 people, so he arranged to hold the ceremony at the home of C.M. Clyde Goodwin, a former law enforcement officer who lived in Crab Orchard, West Virginia. It was Baskin who told Bird, "'You have a talent for leadership, Bob,' The country needs young men like you and the leadership of this nation. Bird later recalled that suddenly lights flashed in my mind. Someone important had recognized my abilities. I was only 23 or 24 years old, and the thought of a political career had never really hit me. But strike me that night, it did. He became a recruiter and leader of the chapter. When it came time to elect the top officer of the Exalted Cyclops in the local clan unit, Bird won unanimously. In December 44, Byrd wrote to segregationist Mississippi Senator Ted Bilbo. This is what he said. I shall never fight in the armed forces with a Negro by my side. Rather, I should die a thousand times and see old glory trampled in the dirt, never to rise again than to see this beloved land of ours become degraded by race mongrels, a throwback to the blackest specimen from the wilds.
1: I love it. That guy. I love the accent, by the way.
0: That you? Is it working? (laughs) Can I go just a little almost, bit more? we got plenty of time.
1: <clears throat> almost took me right there.
0: Anyway, 1940s. Oh, you almost joined the Klan, didn't you? I oh, oh, was buddy. that convincing, wasn't I?
1: Yeah, I was ready to go. So in
0: 1946, <coughs> Byrd wrote a letter to Grand Wizard stating, the Klan is needed today as never before. And I'm anxious to see its rebirth here in West Virginia and in every state in the nation. However, when running in the United States House of Representatives in 1952, he announced, after about a year, I became disinterested. However, when running for the United States House of Representatives in '52, he said, After about a year, I became disinterested, quit paying my dues, and dropped my membership in the organization. During the nine years that have followed, I have never been interested in the Klan. Bullshit. You did what you had to do for political reasons. Yeah. So I got a question for you. If that guy can be a senator and beat a hero to the left, how in the hell can that idiot Ossoff, or as Joe Biden calls him Orsoff, Ossoff, compare? Can say that Kelly Loeffler was campaigning with a Klansman?
1: Yeah, that's uh, that's a reach.
0: Sorry, I had to get it out. I want people to know this. A lot of people don't know about stuff like this. This is this is your American history. I don't I don't see people taking his name off. Whatever, what dog catcher building he'd be on, I don't know what it is, but they're taking down Abraham Lincoln and George Washington, and for shit's sakes. Anyway, is Lane Maxwell? Yeah, well, yeah. My point was
1: there wasn't really much coming out about her, but granted, given everything else that's going on in the country, it's, she's pretty much been pushed to the back page. Uh, she did have a recent uh, bond hearing. And they offered $28.5 million for them to release her. Man, they said no. Yeah, because apparently she... When she first got arrested, she said that uh, she was estranged from her husband and she wouldn't even reveal who he was. <clears throat> and that was when they oh, denied they know. a $5 million. Well, the, no, apparently they didn't, but now they do. Oh, now they do. Yeah. Yes,
0: that's what I'm saying. They, they they will know. And And
1: when they... Presented this, uh, uh, yeah, drawing a blank, uh, their offer, basically. They said that she had been living with her husband in their oceanfront mansion. Mansion. If I was her
0: husband, I'd take the pump <clears throat> action.
1: Yeah, well, but it turns out that, no, she wasn't with her husband, that uh, she was actually in a secret compound in New Hampshire living with a friend, and she said that she was only worth about <laughs> $3.5 it's come out that they're actually worth almost thirty million. So basically, Judge solar no, you're not going anywhere. Good. Yeah, no, Good. she shouldn't. And I'm surprised she's still alive. To be honest with you,
0: I I am too. I am I absolutely am too. I figured she would have been uh, Epstein'd by now. I mean, that's a word.
1: But to to her credit, it seems like she has not cracked yet. And and start dropping names.
0: No. And and, th- and this just came out with the $28.5 million, though. This yeah, just this happened. Was, yeah, this was just like she's last gonna week. She's going to pull every last-ditch effort she can, just as anybody else does, before they start spilling their beans. Yeah. So Yeah, I
1: think it's, it's coming.
0: I think it is, too. She's yeah. going to have to. I mean, she's facing the rest of her life behind bars. She's going to have to take a plea deal. If that means getting out and living somewhat of a free life, I think she's going to want to do it. But then, on the other hand, you're probably... Epstein aside, you're probably safer in prison. At her point, oh yeah,
1: yeah. Even if she takes, I mean, a you plea probably deal, still get killed. She'll but she's have safer to in prison. Yeah, she'll have to disappear somewhere on a remote island. <laughs> I mean, completely off the grid. Because if she comes forward and gives them the kind of information that I'm sure she has, yeah, she'll be marked more than Salman Rushdie was.
0: Oh, yeah, that mm. was another one too. Yeah. That, that kind of got swept under the rug as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it'd be very interesting to see what happens. I you know what I'm also waiting for not to really go back into a deep dive on this. It, if everything we see coming forward currently right now is true, and did you hear about the thing with Chief Justice John Roberts? Lynn Wood's pushing that he was on, And the flight log does say John Roberts was on Lolita Express to go to Pedophile Island.
1: Interesting. Chief
0: Justice Roberts. So I think the more of this that breaks, if it does turn out to be true, I think we're going to see some pump actions getting taken here.
1: Uh, Yeah, There's, I have no doubts. This
0: is why we need love him or hate him, okay? This is why we need Trump, because Trump doesn't give a shit. He doesn't care. He's not part of the swamp. And the more Republicans that have come out and come out against him— really bothers me. You got Kemp and Rafflesberger in Georgia. You got that Mitt, Mittens Romney. I had a tangent about Mitt Romney and Gavin Newsom about how they could be father and son. <laughs> they got the stupid hair, they got the cocky, they got the fake teeth and the cocky look and the and the stupid names. A 50-year-old man named Gavin. I changed my name at that point. Gavin
1: Rostell was Bush. Huh? He's he's got to be the, the, Oh yeah, the singer for Bush. Yeah, his name's Gavin.
0: Yeah, okay. He's
1: got to be pushing
0: 50. He's got to be over 50. But at the point being, Gavin, I I don't know. It just sounds like a kid's name. And then Mittens. That's his name. Did you know his name was Mittens? uh, Yes.
1: That one's bad. Gavin. That's horrible. I've known some Gavins. Only
0: a Mittens would name his kid Gavin.
1: True. Well, at least he didn't name him Mittens Jr. Mittens.
0: (laughs) God, could you imagine? I mean, look, if you... I mean, you want to talk about a shoved in your locker, thrown in the bushes, name Mittens. Could you imagine going to a school with a kid named Mittens? First name. If the kid's last name was Mittens, that'd be different. Kid can't help. I mean, you can't change that.
1: No, that kid's getting his ass beat. I mean, even if even, it's his last even name.
0: If, even if, even if, even if I immigrated, my parents immigrated from like some Germany or Sweden or wherever Mittens would come from, and their last name was Mittens. I'd be like, why in the hell, when you got to Ellis Island, did you not? Change it to Mattingly or something. Something, anything. Mittens, yeah. anything but Sue. Yeah. I mean, Jesus Christ. Hey, what do you think about these? Uh, okay, what do you think about the two thousand dollars stimulus checks? What's your What's your take on these?
1: I'd like to see it. I think it's way better than it's 600 ain't shit.
0: No, it's it's. I, I it's got mine s- today, by the way. Oh, did you? Yeah. I haven't got mine. Did you get six hundred. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Go and hookers I, and blow with that puppy. Uh, yeah, inside.
1: like I said, that's a weekend.
0: Yeah, that's, that's more like a day. But, but... it's
1: I mean it, it is it's not enough and what makes it more infuriating is the other bullshit that was in the bill sending all this money to foreign countries like the Sudan and uh, <laughs> Why? Why,
0: why? Oh, you're in luck. $170 million to Vietnam, including $19 million to remediate dioxins. Mm-hmm. Unspecified funds to continue support for not-profit institutions of higher education in Kabul, Afghanistan, that are accessible to both women and men in a co-educational environment. They don't even allow that shit over there. $198 million change to Bangladesh including 23.5 million to support Burmese refugees and 23.3 million for democracy programs but wait there's more 130 million to Nepal for development and democracy programs now look I'm all for spreading democracy around the world but yeah. I'll get to this I'll get to this Pakistan 15 million for democracy programs and 10 million for gender programs Sri Lanka up to 15 million for the refurbishing of a high endurance cutter which is a type of patrol boat. Fifteen million for refurbishing boats. Five hundred and five million to Belize, Costa Rica, El Salvador, Guatemala, Honduras, Nicaragua, and Panama <gasps> to address key factors that contribute to the migration of unaccompanied undocumented minors to the United States. Maybe you're saving us at that point, helping us out a little bit. Look, that's I think that's it's ridiculous. all great to spread democracy and squash communism. But when we are printing money we don't have. Yeah. Okay?
1: If you're gonna do that, give it to the people in this country that need it.
0: Not even all of that. Yeah. You know what? You're gonna give a you you're gonna give a, what do you think, D Hart? What are you gonna do really do with six hundred? What's that gonna change with? Nothing. You? Nothing.
1: Not a goddamn thing. You know what?
0: It's... China sent this virus over here. The bad thing is a lot of this money that's in these bills is gonna go to the states that have locked our asses down. I would rather see more than anything, our economy just open up. I'd yeah. rather have that than a $2,000 check. Oh, yeah. Be able to not have to worry about my friends that own businesses or me that owns a business and, my, you know, my, my customers shutting down. That's what I'd rather have. Yeah. But, but you know what? Don't
1: We've- don't sit there and, and stand in that Congress and tell us that, oh, we can't give more money because we can't afford it when you're giving that kind of fluff
0: bullshit money to these foreign countries for gender studies. Are you kidding me? Well, you know, even Lindsey Graham kind of pissed me off. It was like, you know, it's, you know, they women got it pretty bad over there. Well, okay, yeah, I get it. Okay, and you know what? You know when who else has it pretty not, bad? When we're not people yeah. losing
1: their goddamn houses because they can't go to work, when they we're can't not, keep their businesses. When opening. we're not
0: nineteen trillion in debt to China, then we can talk about that. Yeah, yeah we'll spread the wealth. Yeah, let's get everybody on board here. But so not at this point.
1: Do I want us to go further into it? No. But if you're gonna give money away, give it to the people in this country that need it right now. But
0: it's not so much that. It's if you're gonna give our money away. Well, yeah, yeah, exactly. Give it back to, to, us. to us.
1: Yes. One hundred percent. Cause yeah, this this money, like you said, it didn't just it's not coming from just nowhere it's literally coming out of our pockets. We're
0: 30 trillion dollars in debt yeah. and you're going to give money away to other countries. Sorry. Yeah. You know what? If if I can't pay my bills, I don't loan people money.
1: And, and you know, kudos to Trump for for saying what he said. I'm not 100% convinced though that, that wasn't a little political ploy of you know if he decides to run in 2024, he could yeah. hey, I tried to get you more money. I'm just saying it wouldn't yeah, put it past you, I not mean, I, I, I don't think it was for I, McConnell to ba- basically just kind of steamroll this extra sixteen or fourteen hundred or whatever without a vote and saying all this other shit because we don't have the money. But you guys just passed that bill.
0: There's a quid pro quo with everything. Oh yeah, except for Donald Trump because that's why everybody's pissed at him. But there's a quid pro quo with everything. So check this out. So McConnell is pushing back against this two thousand dollar stimulus. But we just we just talked about McConnell and Pelosi are working to change the uh, Electoral Count Act of 1887. Maybe we didn't talk about that. I was getting into it. Yeah, you never did. To block uh, Hawley and the representatives from challenging the electoral votes on January 6th. That's the word on the streets on, the, on Capitol Hill. McConnell and Pelosi are working to stop that, to change that rule. They're trying to make a deal. They're trying to make a deal to keep Trump from getting reelected. No, I have no doubt believing that.
1: Uh, I, I McConnell is not an ally. No, Trump. he's
0: not. No, he's not. He's and not an
1: ally of any American as far as I'm concerned.
0: He's not. And I will tell. You, and I had hope for him a couple months ago. I thought he was coming around. I was wrong. He wasn't. But I'll tell you this much. Talk about Georgia. We looked what happened with Raffensberger and Kemp. I wouldn't put it past him. That they made a deal with the Democrats. The Democrats, the establishment, the swamp got together and said, we need Donald Trump out. Okay, we'll get Donald Trump out, but no matter what happens, you can't take the Senate. We'll rig it against Trump, but we're rigging it against the Senate. You're not getting everything, but we'll help you get Trump out. I, I could easily see that at this point. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah, we're going to cover our asses, but you're not getting all three. Yeah, That's yep. why I have a little bit of hope that, that we're that the Democrats aren't going to get the Senate. No matter what happens, no matter what they see there, they're using the same machines, Dan. They're doing everything they can to keep people from investigating using the same machines. No, you don't. You do now because I just told you.
1: No, no, no. You said my name.
0: Say my (laughs) name, say my name.
1: Yeah, it's, uh, I don't know, going to be an interesting new year.
0: Well, you know, and to top it off, the whole corona thing is just becoming more bullshit by the day.
1: Yeah. The, uh, the They're rolling out the vaccines now, and so far, every report that I've basically seen has said that it is nowhere near up to the speed that they were saying that it was going to be like that. They picked one specific, I don't know if it was a county or a state or whatever, but they're like, they wanted to be at 50-some percent, and they're only at like 20-something percent as far as vaccinations being yeah. done
0: well, you know, they, they want to give it to frontline workers and politicians first before they give it to the elderly in a lot of these states.
1: I don't know about politicians, but frontline workers... Well, I, mean, I see a whole I'm, lot of
0: politicians getting the shot. Oh, I do
1: too. In fact, Kamala Harris just tweeted uh, literally with it while we were recording that she got it today. And while I 100% agree with the frontline workers, yeah, politicians, they should be behind us.
0: Well, you know what? How about frontline workers if, if they're if they're susceptible to it, I've seen it. There's so many people that have died. This is coming out. So that people, it was it isn't
1: so much that they're susceptible to it, but they've been through hell for the last year. I agree. And, And while, you know, Susie nurse might be tip top shape and, and, you know, give her the vaccine. So she doesn't take it home. So she can, you know, spend time with her family. That's all I'm saying about that. Give it to them. Politicians, go fuck yourselves. Get in the back of the line.
0: Well, I think there's plenty of elderly folks that have no choice but to get out. People that are susceptible. I agree to with that, out. too. It should be Whoa, front line. Well, we put them and, at, at, right up there with them. Uh, the agreed, 100%, 100%. I mean, for shit's sakes. And then you got these people. I can't remember which state it was. I can't remember. It was Montana or North Dakota. I can't remember. Forgive me. I talked about this last week when I did the solo one. Uh, five people in the county died from COVID. Two of them, died from, two of them were shot, fatally shot. But they tested positive for COVID. We're like the only country doing this, okay? Yeah. The numbers ain't nowhere, nowhere near what they're at. Yeah. There's flu rates at a record low. Uh, cardiac arrest is at a record low. Cancer's at a record low. Imagine All this that. stuff is at a record low. So, but, yeah. Oh, God, everybody's grabbed their ass because the COVID is going to yeah. get us.
1: Uh, mute that because I do have one final thing.
0: Okay, go ahead. I got it.
1: Uh, so, remember, it's been a couple months now when we watched the trailer for Fat Man?
0: Yeah, I watched it. Did you watch it? I, I did. Good, good. I watched it I, I just watched it yesterday. And?
1: uh, Just based off of what I saw in the trailer, I was very disappointed. Because the trailer kind of presents it, if you don't know what we're talking about, it's a movie called Fat Man, Mel Gibson. It was released on, I don't know if it was Netflix or some kind of streaming service, but anyway, he is Santa Claus, and... In this universe, Santa Claus exists and he's working with the government. But anyway, in the trailer, kind of paints a picture like they, you know, Santa's this badass that, and he kind of is, but I still expected to see something along the lines of like a lot of action. And it was kind of a slow burn for me. It was still good and entertaining, but not what I expected. Right. Like I reviewed it on my show today and I said it was like three and a half out of five. So it wasn't bad it just the movie I was let down given with what I watched in the trailer I expected more action and everything but again, the payoff at the end, where he you know goes to yeah. the to the kid, I, I've got my eye on you. That was.
0: I mean, I, look, I, I'll say this about it. I kind of agree with you. The trailer had m- most of the best parts in it. Yes. Which trailers do a lot, that? A, a lot, lot of trailers do that. But yeah. but this one was one of it. But it was an entertaining movie. It was. And there was the parts that were in it that were good. Were well worth it to sit yep, down and yep, watch. Yep. So I I got to say this that really and the bar hasn't been set high, by any means. Yeah. But it really was the high point of my 2020. <laughs> yeah. No, I would agree. Uh, like I say, that's that's the the bar's not set high, but damn it, folks, it's 2020, only for another day.
1: Yeah, if you got nothing better to do and and want a little bit entertainment, it is worth a watch. Yeah. You know, if you're into that kind of movie, it's kind of a dramedy, you know, drama slash comedy, and I mean... Yeah, it, it's worth the watch. Don't, you know, go in expecting to see Gone with the Wind. It's just a, no, a, an entertaining movie about, it's a new, fresh take on Santa Claus. And uh, yeah, it's entertaining. So
0: yeah, I, it, I would recommend at least watching it. Awesome. Yeah, it's entertaining. It's a good movie, just like The Big Lebowski. All right, I'm Donzo. Big Lebowski sucks. I'm Deez. And we're out of here, baby. See ya. <laughs> Mitch wants to get in the grandma's candy dish, if you know what I mean.